0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner audible.
1: Yes, it is. So we are partnered with audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J a T G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free. A lot of audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something that is yours. Forever, like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet, doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us if you go to audibletrial.com J A T G
0: Nope, we haven't figured it out, folks. Um, I don't know if we're live or not. Yes, I believe we are. Are I we live? So. Does it say so? so? Does it say so? All right. Welcome on, to man. another fun-filled adventure of Johnny and the Greg. Thank you for joining us. For those of you who decided to skip the Grammys and listen to us, that's
1: fantastic. Was that tonight?
0: I guess so. I just saw it on Twitter of like five seconds ago. And I was See, like, oh,
1: I, and that, the thing about award season is like, I'll get all of the goodies tomorrow. Like. Yeah, social or, media. Like, it's not even just seeing who won. I'll get, I'll get all of it. Okay, like, the, so here's my
0: question. Here's my question, that, and this is not planned, but I just popped in my head. Now, has social media ruined it? Ruined it. Ruined uh,
1: shows like that. Like, you don't have to see it. You just said it. You don't have to see it. I get it all tomorrow in five minutes. I. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. most definitely. Like, there's, there's a. I don't need to i don't need to tune in like it used to be like you want to watch like the opening number like the opening monologue or the like in some cases with the oscars it was like a full-on musical number yeah but now i'm like i don't i don't need to make that i can just catch it catch it tomorrow
0: yeah that's true i i agree i think uh sports is getting like that too
1: yeah where you don't have Most to definitely
0: you can just watch the highlights you don't even need to why
1: Honestly, that's been some sports center for me. Yes, that's for, true. For Especially for like, things.
0: yeah, and I'm going to kind of, this all kind of works in the first part of our discussion today. Um, the second part, people hold on, we're going to talk sports for a couple of seconds, not go in depth or anything like that. So don't worry about that. But we're going to talk about my plans to talk about sports a little bit and then transition to any way we can to uh James Gunn and uh what he's yep. doing with the DC universe. So hang tight for you geeks out there. Um so I want to address what we talked about or what I went off on last week about soccer. soccer. <laughs> um for the first time in a long time, Ursula listened to it and she goes, Oh you no, know, you know you're wrong, right? <laughs> and I was like, and um I I stood firm and I'm like, I'm not wrong. Explain this to me. And so she was explaining it to me. And the whole time, even with you and with her, the whole time in the back of my head, I'm like, you know, you're wrong. Why, why, why are you on this side when you know you're wrong? And so for the people out there that are listening, that are, are overseas friends or just soccer fans in general, I know I'm absolutely wrong on this. And I was wondering why did I take such a hard stance and I finally figured it out. It's because my co-host is so obsessed with Ted Lasso, it sickens me. (laughs) And it's actually you not, I don't care if you've grown to like the sport. I don't care if you've grown to love the show. I don't care about any of that. What I cared about is when you decided to correct me on, when I said soccer, you corrected me on football and that (laughs) sent me off. I was like, who are you? (laughs) <laughs> who are you you're a midwestern american who could give a shit about soccer until you watch the show football yeah
1: football. so anyway that's um, that's
0: right that's where i'm coming off with that
1: well and i went back and uh, honestly i double checked i'm like i know i said it so i i mean a simple google search through like oh yeah absolutely it is the biggest oh, sport yeah. in the world yeah. billions of people play this sport um and i was telling krista about it today she was like what like what you guys disagree with last week that i was like oh johnny you know and he said he still disagrees that it's the biggest sport in the world because other countries have like you said other sports sports that are are still very big yeah she's like but just the sheer amount of people that's almost not fair though
0: i think about it that's almost not fair because like i said uh you don't even need somebody to play soccer with like you don't need anybody you can just well, hit a but, target but we're just talking about
1: the sport though i mean yeah like but i and you're right but I mean, people can play catch with themselves just throwing a ball up in the air and do baseball right, but there's no stuff, sports with but, a catch but um, that's what i mean it's like i mean there's there's different skills that you can do and i think in almost any sport you can shot put you do by yourself i mean i did that for a long time uh in my youth but but the idea of just you know people supporting teams people supporting a sport Mm -hmm. i mean soccer is just that big and and you know i was (laughs) (laughs) saying how you were upset of how i even started to like the sport just yeah. because i watched the show and i
0: i was asking is, myself that why am i upset at greg liking a sport why is I, why do i even care and i'm like i figured it out i don't care that he likes a sport i care that he's trying to correct me on how to say <laughs> shit
1: so and i'm still like i am such a noob when it comes to this sport cuz i mean you're right there are there are times in soccer, it gets very slow where it's just like there doesn't well, seem to a, be like anything yeah. happening. But I get, I feel that way about like baseball. Like I can't well. watch a full baseball game on TV. I, I agree it, to you. I wanted there, to uh, go. There's ahead. just some times where there's not a lot happening. Right. Now, through the show, well, a little bit through the show, because the show is, as much as it is a soccer show, it's more about the people yep. in the sport. It's not yeah. just about soccer. Right. Um, but I did start to pick up like some of the terminology in terms of positions and then a little bit of strategy. So even when you're watching a soccer game and it doesn't seem like there's a lot going on, you can watch certain positions and be like, Oh, that guy's trying to do that. That guy's maybe trying to do that. And I'm so green on that aspect of it, but it, it could, it could be a scoreless football game at any level, high school, whatever. And we've talked about this. I'm watching the linemen and I'm watching the linemen try to pull off their lineman skills Mm -hmm. to 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 make a difference in the game. And I think that's probably what it's like for big soccer fans. They're watching their either their favorite player or they're watching a certain position trying to see what someone's doing.
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's with every sport. Um, I was also thinking to myself, why? Why in America? Is football the most exciting sport? Because I looked up what was the like top sports. Yeah. It goes NFL, then college football, then mm-hmm. basketball, then baseball, then hockey. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was wondering why is the two like the two top spots football? So obviously, we yeah. have a love affair with football. And uh-huh. I was wondering why do we have that? And I think I figured it out, but I want to throw it to you and ask you why do you think it is? I didn't give you a lot of time to think about this. No, no, no I am putting um, it on the spot. I I
1: think because what what were those
0: Tom I mean football um football college or okay football both pro and college are yeah. number one and number two number three is basketball four is baseball five is hockey
1: the only the only one in there that is a little that might ruin my theory here is baseball but baseball okay. is what I think baseball is as high it is because it's a purely American sport like like it was created created here created here and created here at a point like like I think it was just after the civil war or like during the right. civil war they I created right. baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's 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 something to be like this sport's been around that long and I know soccer's been around a long time mm-hmm. as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um
0: I'm actually the, looking up so keep talking uh, I'm gonna look up when baseball actually was invented.
1: The other sports have a level of violence to them like football football being the topic. I mean we we like as Americans we just like violence like the 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 head-on like like let's smash them impact sports um I think that's also kind of why we like hockey uh but like I said baseball is just one of those ones that I mean there's still a little bit of impact but I mean not a lot um I'm more interested to to almost turn your question and look at it from a different angle. Sure. Why has why was soccer so kept out of the country for such a long time?
0: That's a fantastic question. Like, um, and,
1: and my theory, honestly, and again, this is off the top of my head because I didn't know we were gonna talk about this. Sure. I think it was because it was very um a very like European, maybe seen as a British thing. So not, for, we, we don't want to bring that over here. Type like of thing. we we want like we wanted American things and and maybe. hockey hockey which I know is more Canadian and then trickled down, but it was still seen as like within the borders of North America. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I I that's a that's
0: a great question too. I don't know. I think
1: that's a great dissertation if anybody with a sports management master's Back, or yeah, degree yeah. or background would want to answer. Um,
0: that. so baseball was actually founded i guess the mlb so i don't know i I got when it was invented and i got 19 i got 1876 in cincinnati ohio
1: okay okay
0: yeah so oh and now i have here 1839 who invented baseball a civil war hero named abner doubleday is often credited with developing the game of 1839 so i think the game in 1839 but the real history is older I'm on the History Channel uh, okay. website. So that's telling me the, uh, the blah, 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 history is uh, much older. Instead, he uh, it, you know, he never claimed to have anything to do with baseball. Instead, he served as a union. A, hang on, a pop-up came up on the Internet. Sorry a he was a union major general in the american civil war and later became a lawyer and writer in 1907 Mm -hmm. 16 years after Doubleday's death a special commission created by the sporting goods magnet and former major league player aj spalding was Mm -hmm. set up to determine baseball's origins so i i they're they're crediting so
1: like early 1800s i mean yeah
0: yeah so i mean you're right so it's it's and, almost
1: with the growth of our nation. Yeah. And, and right, right behind that, in, in the same century, you've got 18, and I just looked this up, 1891 is when James Naismith created basketball. basketball. So I, I think that has a part of it. Like, we wanted those American sports to be here.
0: I, I, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. I, I tend to think it's a very simple concept, actually. Um. I think the reason why football and college football are number one and football, listen, this is kind of an also, no one's listening. That's going to matter, but (laughs) I want to throw a message out to the NFL. Be careful because you're flirting with the idea of football not being the number one sport anymore. And this is how it's not injuries or things like that. It's not barely touching the quarterback, things of that nature. Football is still at the end of the day about winning. Every game matters. There are six, there were 16 games where every game mattered. It mattered mm-hmm. if you won it or lost it. In the NBA, in the NHL, in the um baseball, not every game matters. That's true. You know, there's there's um <clears throat> a hundred and I think there's so many. Yeah. Yes, that's but what I'm I, saying. There's so many. So if you lose 15, nobody cares. Yeah, you lose two in the NFL, that could screw you from a home field advantage.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that could true. Really, that could mm-hmm. really. So at the end of the day, right now as we stand, it's still all about winning. So, so here's part of my current fascination with soccer, and, okay. and when I say my current fascination, like I, I'm watching documentaries, I'm watching a fictional TV show, and I'm starting to kind of get into watching Wrexham. Uh, as a team because they're in a a tournament right now that they almost have no business being in, but they're killing it. So that's, that's the underdog, you know, the Cleveland Browns screwed me over um, as my underdog team. So now I've just moved on to a new sport. Okay. All right. An underdog in a completely new sport. Um, So in, in soccer, um, in these European leagues, you know, they've got, they've almost have like, um, there's different leagues and there's different level of leagues. Like in baseball, we've got the pros and we've got like AAA and we've got, you know, um, all those levels. Now, the thing is, if you can imagine, I, I can send uh, you, John, I can send you a great clip from the welcome, uh, uh, the Wrexham TV show that with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney, they explain the whole thing. So each team, if you do well, you get to move up in the league levels Mm -hmm. to where you want to be into the the premier league, which is the top level. But also if you suck, if you spend a season, just sucking ass, you get dropped down into the lower leagues. So like imagine in baseball, or even any, any major sport, any major sport. Yeah. So imagine in football, um, the, the Chicago bears, Mm -hmm. if that, if they have a terrible season, you're no longer a part of the NFL you get dropped down to like the so Canadian
0: semi-pro league. to a semi-pro yeah. pro league.
1: So you yeah. get dropped down to a semi-pro league and there's mm-hmm. multiple semi-pro. And you're still considered a pro because you're being paid to play. Yeah. But, and there's You're like, not the
0: cream of the crop.
1: No, there's like seven different levels. And so if you do well, you are in a position to possibly be promoted to the next level. Okay. So that's how that adds a whole nuance to to the professional sports where you're like, holy shit. And and well, well the, let me the, ask you a question. Do each they, league, does the each worst, league
0: does the worst level get the best players?
1: No. They don't oh, they don't so get it's the, unfair.
0: It's an unfair system.
1: It's a little bit unfair, but they yeah. do as you move up in leagues, like your team gets more money to get better players and get so with with Wrexham with the influx of this money of this Hollywood money from from uh Rob McElhenney and and Ryan Reynolds and they're still like they're very open like this is a risky investment for us like we know nothing about the sport when they came in this they're seeing it as an investment opportunity and they just kind of fell in love with the team and the town that it represents and everything else and they're like let's let's do this Mm -hmm. but the whole first first season they're just pouring money like the stadium is shitty um the 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 facilities need updating the and they're trying ownership yeah they're just trying to do all this stuff as owners to set themselves up to start getting I mean and then they do they do lay out some significant cash to bring in new players and it turns into like is this going to be what turns it around and because it's a true story you know it doesn't always go the way I mean it's not a Hollywood ending right right so so, I don't know that, that
0: really, so, interesting. yeah. So, I, 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 so to, to finish my thought, it, it's NFL needs to be careful because now they're expanding games, they're thinking of going to 18 now, right? Yep. So, now what you're going to do is you're not going to develop the players you want to develop on the back end of your roster, which you're going to need mm-hmm. because the minute mm-hmm. you keep adding more games, you're going to lose players, it's yeah. just going to happen. So now we're getting I feel like we're starting at we're at this teetering point where we're starting to get too much football. It's on yeah. Thursday, and they're always shitty games. It's on mm-hmm. it's on uh, you know Sunday, Monday. And I'm I, I was yeah, cool I, with
1: Sunday and Monday. I was cool with that. You're going to get Saturday games here pretty quick. Eventually.
0: I, I, don't, I think the only reason you're not going to is because maybe they have some sort of backhanded deal with um college. Maybe well, you're right. It's
1: television rights at yeah. that point. But and you could get a Wednesday night game. Yeah, you could. It, it's gonna be like WWE, where you're gonna so, have yeah. like w- maybe one night a week where you don't have a professional football game. Right. So, and not only that, now they're talking about taking the
0: conference championship games, the, the games that determine who goes to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, they're thinking of making those um neutral sites. Really? So they're taking away. So what's the point of the Packers playing hard and an extra uh, playing harder in yeah, to the get next the field cu- advantage? Why? Yeah. Why do that now? If you're just going to end up going to a neutral site to play, who cares? Is, is that so big- you're taking away the, hmm. the you're taking away hmm. the um you're taking away the importance of the regular season, which is what I think is the most strong. The, it's the strongest regular season. Nobody misses a game. You don't because yeah. you only get six or at the time you only got sixteen of them. Yeah, and it's like that's all I got I don't, to watch my team for so long.
1: I don't like that because no, I don't I, like it either. But they're it's going, definitely going to hurt. It's definitely going to hurt Green Bay because like it hurts Green, everybody. Green Bay is never going to be a neutral site at the end of a season. No, nope, never. Like you're you're not going to get San Francisco and Tampa tra- traveling to Green Bay to play an end or, of the season exactly game. right exactly right because it's going go be to go you're going to
0: go to a dome area yeah because what they want to do they've seen the NFL has seen what the college football playoff has done for that sport yeah because essentially what they're what college football does is you know, number one takes on number four number two takes on number three and the winner goes to the national championship well if you look at it like that it's kind of the same thing in the nfl there's the afc championship game the nfc championship Mm -hmm. game then the super bowl so they're thinking events for all those yeah what they're not realizing in my opinion is that they're already events yeah it's already i mean it's not like the super bowl but those two games like
1: like the whole neutral site but the, just... they still i mean it is an event because there's st- i mean they still make it like the super bowl where even pre-game you're watching somebody sing the national anthem there's a halftime show yeah i mean, no, that's I mean what I'm saying. It, maybe it it's not still all televised an event. it's
0: an event though but they're thinking so the nfl now guys everybody out there listening to me i understand the nfl for a long time has been only about money but yeah. at to the fans, it's starting to more and more look like it. It's starting to, oh, so you don't care about any of this, you just want to pay these corporate sponsors so they can get they want to make they want to have three Super Bowls that's what they yeah. want, yeah you know yeah. and so money's taking the place of winning. it really mm-hmm. is because now you've just devalued the entire regular season because all it matters now is getting the playoffs. It doesn't matter if you have a home field advantage or not. That yeah. doesn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah, because you won't get it. I mean, will right. Won't, so you
0: know, why on the last game of the season where it could determine the one seed versus the <clears throat> third seed, I'm just going to rest my players. Yeah. Like, who cares then? So you've taken away something like that. That's at least how I'm looking at it. Especially
1: the, if you're banged up. You're like, you're yeah. like well, yeah. all right, we're yeah. not going to play our first stringers because and why would we?
0: I wondered if I was right about this. So I talked to a friend that's a diehard NBA fan. I asked mm-hmm. him how often do you watch the games. He's like fifty percent of the regular season. Fifty yeah, percent of the regular yeah. season, his eyes are are paying attention. Playoffs, he's all in. I understand. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. sense. I asked a baseball fan, how a diehard baseball fan. It's his number one sport. He goes to at least seven to eight games a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked him when you don't go to those games, how often are you watching it on TV? He says rarely, if rarely. Ever because it's just he says there's a i think i think there's 167 in the regular season you know and that's that's just crazy and greg if you can hear me sir you have frozen out
1: so oh no no, no now you're back now you're back did you hear any okay. of that thing i said or did you were you lost I, no no i at the last okay. end okay and and then i noticed that we were frozen yeah
0: okay uh, okay. you're not frozen now, but you're going in and out, so we'll see what happens. But anyway, okay. that was that, those are my thoughts, and and I just uh and anyway, he, he says he barely watches; he only watches the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they devout and uh, same with
1: hockey. It's eighty-two games. Yep, they don't watch them all. No, and, I'm, I, what what I was saying when I was paused is that I'm I'm wearing a Bucks hoodie, yeah. and I'm, I'm, it's literally the same thing. Like I I get the score updates on my phone, so I can see who won and who lost. Yeah but i won't really sit down and start to watch games until the playoffs
0: right but not with football right football you no, sit fo- down and fo- watch
1: football i'm there every game i mean yeah. i'm i and football i'm watching games that i don't really care about the outcome like i'll just watch football right because i like the sport that much right so,
0: and i and i i just think nfl be careful you're floating mm-hmm. towards i know you see the money but you're going to start hurting the sport, you're going to start hurting you're going to start taking away the importance of it and that's winning.
1: So, yeah. and you're going to why. I mean, with that many games a year, I think you're going to see people retire a lot faster because their their bodies will break down. I agree. I so, agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. So,
0: let's talk about what we're really here folks. Thanks for bearing with us you non-sports fans. Um wow. So, DC Hired hired James Gunn and Saffron. Is that his name? I always forget the second name. Peter
1: Peter Saffron. Yeah,
0: Peter Saffron. What has he actually done that makes him like on the same level as James Gunn?
1: Give me a minute. Okay, (laughs) I will look that up. They he finally released.
0: I guess you could say, well, what he calls it. I I I thought this was cool. He called it Chapter One of the DC Universe that he's going to expand. Now that uh, expansion, this entire universe is not just cinematic it's going to be mm-hmm. television it's going to be video games it's going to be uh like netflix i guess that's television but it's going to be all encompassing yeah
1: movies tv video games that's yeah. what they said
0: so greg mm-hmm. after you're done telling us about saffon i want you to let us in <laughs> on dcu's chapter one which is titled gods and monsters okay yeah so-
1: You still don't know what Saffron does? (laughs) No, I, I, it's, it's a little slow. Um, so he, he has been a producer on most DC projects recently. I mean, okay. Going back to, um, Aquaman, he was, he was, so he's he's the money man more than he's listed as a producer. Well, he can be part of the story guy. I mean, producers can do that. Um, he did the Conjuring films. Um, so, some horror. So like okay, so uh, he has some some he's got some other film credits as producers. Right, but that's um, a
0: connected universe. So he has some experience in that connected
1: oh, universe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And also the nun. Do you know that one? Is yeah. That the same yeah. As conjuring? That's
0: that's in the conjuring universe. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: Annabelle is another one. Conjuring universe. Done. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um so, so horror has been his kind of thing. Okay. Um he did. All right, let me get through all the horror stuff, because the horror stuff is going back to, like, early 2000 teens. Okay. Um, 2010. Yeah, I'm going to say it's mostly been connected horror stuff. And then some films, like some TV uh, shows I've teeth. never heard of. Right, yeah, cutting like teeth. Yeah. getting teeth. Getting into that. um. The, <laughs> 2008 disaster movie, which is in like the skew, like the parody of oh, disaster like movies. When movie. those were, yeah. yeah, yeah, when they were doing that thing with like the Wayans brothers. Yeah, cool. Executive producer for Connie and Carla, which is actually a film I really like about uh two women pretending to be cross dressers in LA. I thought that was a great film. Um scary movie senseless rocket man I mean it it goes back to 97 so he's been in the business for a while all right well I figured he did I just didn't know yeah and and it's been looks like producer is like been his exclusive role like co-producer producer producer, you know he's got some letters after his name that we would need uh Danny Trejo on here to really tell us what those mean because I don't know what they mean um but yeah he's been a producer of connected universe like you said yeah cool
0: so Greg how is so from the next DC movie we're going to see moving forward? How's it look? Okay. How's it working? Um,
1: I think it's Shazam, right? <clears throat> Shazam is the next one. Okay. Uh, so, what I, I'm looking for the map that I want. He had out. Because um, really, what it does is that it sets up like there are DC films that are currently in the can ready to be shown that um we're part of what we're currently in that have have been made like pre-james gone right. yeah so and that is shazam the next shazam mm-hmm. film uh the flash film that has been on hold for three years now i think because that's been in the can for a while right and uh aquaman 2. aquaman 2 not nah, uh blue beetle oh and, and Blue Beetle I'm sorry yes. I forgot about yes. that.
0: so those four I don't know in what order but I, I'm pretty sure the Flash is going to be the last one in that order because no, that one believe, resets
1: the universe I believe Aquaman 2 is the last one okay I'm I'm All really right. trying to find the article that had the map and I'm not having any luck but uh maybe I'll just go to Collider and they'll list it out um what there's a couple one major thing I think is important to know is that there are DC films that are going to come out, but what DC is DC has had a multiverse forever within the comics. Like going back to the early '70s, uh, they called it like the Infinite Earths uh, theory, and they're going to embrace that in the films. So they're going to call it Elseworlds, which is also a very DC comics. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and Else Worlds are <laughs> stories you. that take place in another universe with the same characters, but they don't impact like the major storylines in the connected universe. Makes sense. So so like um the Batman with uh uh Matt Reeves, Batman Matt Batman. Reeves yes. Matt Reeves, Batman. That is gonna to, going to be considered an else world. So, yep. So you know Pattinson's Batman won't exist in the james gunn universe it'll exist outside of that and they're still going right. to make those films right and, and i think they're going to be very good but don't expect to see uh pattinson on screen with superman and wonder woman and right Flash. yeah also the joker is going to exist uh um, in that elseworld in area. That yep. Elseworlds place. so uh with the new films that are going to come out after they kind of hit that reset with uh the films in 2023 so these these got the gods and monsters. Um, one of the first things is an animated series, which I hope does well, but like the general public won't really care about it, called Creature Commandos. Um, oh, that's take, animated? That's animated, yes. Okay, I thought that was like a, a oh, Netflix Cree- something. Or, Creature or Commandos. Thing. It, I think it will be an HBO Max, yeah. but it's going to be an animated series on HBO okay. Max. Um, and that'll be kind of what kicks off the Gods and Monsters universe is is the Creature Commandos. So I don't know how they're going to tie that into a film series, but it's going to be there. So the question is, like, like who are the gods that are going to come in? Uh, they're going to do Superman. And it's going to be, right now, the working title is Superman Legacy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the the kind of inspirational comic that they're going to – or something like right uh is uh superman um is it superman for all seasons wasn't that the name it was a grant morrison uh piece that they did okay and and it's it's pure superman it's it's superman told in like a norman rockwell-esque art setting Mm -hmm. um where clark kent is a giant farm boy yeah. um and he's just kind of a i mean he's a big blue boy scout i mean he's yeah. kind of got a kind of got a bit of a baby face but at the same time he can crush worlds and so wh- how does that juxtapose And I, I i'm excited to see what they can come up, come up with that he says yeah. focus on superman balancing his kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing okay yeah the only
0: thing I'm worried about, and I hope I can see differences, it's starting to with James Gunn. You're starting to realize he's he's starting to have a specific style where you're like, oh, that's James Gunn for sure. And I just hope, and I, I don't know if he's directing it. I know he's writing it, so he's maybe that it, yeah. maybe that'll maybe that'll that'll change a little bit. But I, I'm I'm excited to see. I think the Superman we've been waiting for since Christopher Reeve. I think it's going to be more that. More than yeah. speed, yeah. we've been waiting for that guy to come back mm-hmm. because there's a whole generation that doesn't know about that guy, mm-hmm. you know. And I, uh, I think the closest w- the Superman that I actually really, I guess, you know, it's everybody has their own Superman. And one of our mm-hmm. uh podcast guests, Darren Hafford, says no one beats his Christopher Reeves one in his head, right? That that's pulled at a heartstring for him. Who, who are you? Who's your Superman
1: that you've seen throughout all these iterations? All these, um. The one I base it really off of is Christopher Reeve because that was me growing okay. up was was watching Superman one, Superman yeah. two, and I knew Superman three and four were not the best Superman films, right? But if they're on, I'd watch them. Okay, so mine, um, I wasn't
0: really into Superman when it first came out. I mean, I liked it, but it didn't grab me. What grabbed me was the animated, animated series, series. Yep. by Tim uh, by Bruce Timbs. That yep. was my Superman. <clears throat> So if he gets somewhere between that guy, i yeah. I'll be
1: ecstatic. I think that's that's pretty spot on. I think of what they're going for. Yeah. Um. Here's another uh, the Hollywood. Oh wait, movie. real quick. Real quick.
0: While we stay on Superman, trunks or no trunks? I like trunks. Okay. James Gunn put out a uh, uh, a uh, uh, survey and Twitter yeah. saying yeah, the
1: world prefers trunks.
0: Yes, the world prefers trunks, <laughs> yeah. and he also said. I this meant nothing. I
1: just want to see what everybody said. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, Safran, uh quote: He's like, uh, you know, balancing the. I said that. Uh, the rest of the quote is uh, focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage and his human upbringing. He is the embodiment the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks kindness is old fashioned. So okay. that's what that's what we're gonna see. Re, uh, release date is. Uh, they're currently penciled in for July eleventh, twenty twenty five. So
0: I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah, that's going to be
0: big. I'm excited. Um, there was one thing that he mentioned that got me little small things that he keeps mentioning that like make me go, okay. Wow, he's like he's really into this, which I didn't mm-hmm. think he wasn't. I just it 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 makes me it almost gives me a sigh of relief mm-hmm. of of like okay, this guy. Definitely has a plan. He's yeah. definitely putting all in motion. He did say there are a couple Marvel people that will be now in DC, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Like, I don't know who's, mm-hmm. who's who, but I thought well,
1: I mean really he bad. has worked with so many actors. Yes, he has. I mean, really. James Gunn has been around for a long time, and whether people know it or not, has worked on some very big projects. So, like, he's a man about town in, in Hollywood. So, uh, and I think people want to work with him.
0: Yeah. So he's gonna be pulling it like. He's that guy, he's that guy where it's uh we'll never get Kevin Bacon to be in a Marvel movie. Well, let me give him a call and see what happens.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Know, he's and that guy. Like old, when James, he's
0: in a- yeah, when James Gunn calls you, it's
1: not a phone you ignore. Yeah. And and you know, Kevin Bacon, who like him or not, is a massive Hollywood star. He he signed up to be in the Christmas special of a Marvel project. That's how much yes. he wanted to work with James Gunn and do a Marvel right. project. Yeah. So yeah. So that's good. Uh, By next the way, up, Kevin
0: Bacon, congratulations on your marriage to Kara Sedgwick. Like, that's awesome that it keeps going I, that far.
1: Some other time, maybe after we're done, Kevin Bacon and his wife have given the best marriage advice ever. Oh, I and think you've told me that. Yeah. I, so I have. So yeah. we'll do that later. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, so the next up is a project called Lanterns, which is a Green Lantern TV series. So probably HBO Max. Probably HBO Max. Yeah. One, I think that is a great way to approach the Lanterns. As, as I a agree. Because they are long form. I mean, they are. There's inter- so much in that world. So much. They yes. And they are intergalactic space cops. I yes. Mean, that is what it is. <clears throat> yes. So they're literally, the Green Lanterns have chopped up the universe like precincts. And there are, depending on the size of your precinct, you have so many Green Lanterns that help patrol that area and planets of space right that's that's your basic setup now what i'm a little nervous about is our vision is very much and this is saffron talking our vision is very much in the vein of true detective which is an hbo max series very heavy is super heavy yeah and i'm like i don't i mean i'm i'm all for the the TV series, I don't know if I'm at, I don't want true detective Green Lanterns. That seems a little little hardcore, yeah. My reading into this, and it is purely me reading into this, with a statement like that being, like the true detective statement is saying that we're going to focus on, like, the mystery and the story first, and then work Green Lanterns into it. Okay. So it's not going to be, oh, what cool stuff and visuals can we do with the power rings and the yeah. space cops? It's more like we need to have a solid story for these space cops to go after. Yeah. But
0: the th- mythology of the Green Lantern, I have always been a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I've never really felt anybody ever. I, I've never seen really th- anything that really made me feel like
1: it did justice to it. Yeah. I mean, the, the animated films are good, but those don't have the impact that, that right. like a big budget right. film. there like. was a very small
0: show but it was computer animated it was in the Bruce oh. Tim style yep but it it was weird because it was its own thing
1: yeah it was and like a it, Bruce but Tim I thought style they did, I thought, minus they did Bruce Tim. I thought they did very well though with it mm-hmm. I
0: thought it was well I wanted to see more seasons
1: of it but they stopped it after one season but anyway yeah. So, also in the same uh, lineup is the Authority. Um, now, wow, I have when ne- I heard about that, I have never read any of the Authority. I know oh, what they are. I I have. I I have just never read them. Yeah, um, I read because, them because I mean they came out in the 1990s uh, under the imprint of Wildstorm, which was a Marvel property. But it was we're going to do DC heroes in like a dark and grittier kind of world guys think of
0: oh, i'm sorry li- everybody that's listening think of it as the boys yeah that's yeah, what you're gonna see here
1: it's it, along that level i don't think as graphic is what uh the boys is um in in that this is a dc film that they're gonna want people you mean to go, over the top yeah not as yeah. over the top yeah but it is you know and, and i read somebody thought that in a world where you have superman and the authority in the current dcu the comic books superman was leading the authority for a little bit Mm. in the we know they're dark and gritty hey superman can you lead these new young heroes in a way to have them kind of brighten up a little bit and not Mm. be as dark and as violent um but it is in a world of Uh, dc has always been a world of white hats and black hats in terms of like the good guys and the bad guys good guys wear white bad guys wear black the authority everybody's in a gray hat is kind of what it comes down to okay so so uh, interesting we'll see yeah
0: that we're definitely going to see about that
1: one yeah i mean the the the, saffron added they're all kind of like jack nicholson in a few good men oh jesus they know you want them on that wall, or at least they believe that. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, that is the, th- right. he, he nailed
0: it. He's right. He, he, I, yep. I, He's I've read those comics. I've right. read those yep. comics.
1: I know what they are. Um, yep. Yeah. So what's next? Uh, next up is Paradise Lost, which is very simply a uh, all-female island, Themyscira, uh, birthplace of Wonder Woman. And it's the HBO Max series. About that island, which I don't is, know if it's. I think it's going to introduce her. Maybe I don't know if it's going to be pre <clears throat> Wonder Woman, post Wonder Woman, yeah, or, or we'll what see. it's going to look like. um But they're going to do an entire HBO Max series on the mascara. I'm like, huh? Okay. Should be good. I mean, some of my favorite scenes in the Wonder Woman films, especially in the second one, were when they were on the mascara. Mascara. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Uh, the Brave and the Bold, which is such the in- an interesting choice. The introduction. Of Batman, the new DCU Batman, mm-hmm. so Bruce Wayne and Robin. Yes. And we are skipping right to the most current Robin, who is the son of Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. and, uh, Talia, uh, Al Ghul, Raz, Ghul's daughter, who Bruce didn't even know he had a son for like yeah. 12 years. She basically
0: date raped him.
1: Yeah. So she, she, she has a son and goes away or she she gets pregnant goes away for like 12 years has a son raises him to be the next uh master assassin of that clan Mm -hmm. of uh whatever he was he was he was supposed to be the heir the heir to the demon's head yeah Yeah. who is the head of that (sighs) assassin guild but instead he comes back and batman has to raise him like finish raising him from like age 12 And I am not a fan of Damian Wayne, who is the son. Not a fan at all, because when he came out, he's like, "Well, we just kill everybody, right?" And Batman's like, "No, he's like, no, no, that's what I'm going to do. Is I'm just going to kill the bad guys."
0: Yeah. Um, I I know where you're coming from, not being a fan of Damian. I wasn't at first. Mm -hmm. Um, As he has grown throughout the years, I've actually become a fan. I particularly like the. At first. Damien looked at every Robin before him as competition. Yeah. And he wasn't above trying to sneak up on them them. and kill them. Yeah. And I particularly like the big brother, little brother dynamic between uh, the original Robin as Mm -hmm. Nightwing and Damien. And in the comic books, uh, when Bruce dies, because spoiler alert, he dies at least four or five times Throughout since our,
1: Damien's been introduced, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that Robin became the new Batman, and Damien became Robin, and they were like, mm. Batman and Robin was like, that was their thing, and I love their dynamics So, I hope somewhere along the line we get Nightwing. I think we're going to, because I think there's a
1: Teen Titans thing down the line, eh, kind of.
0: So, um,
1: it's Teen Titans Go, so that's oh, that's different. Uh. Um, we get a, in, in the Elseworlds world, we get a Batman, uh, uh, Pattinson, uh, sequel, uh, okay. should be good. I don't know what it's about. A lot of people are really hoping it's, uh, Mr. Freeze. Okay. Um, we'll see, uh, cause Mr. Freeze as a character, not the very, Arnold. no, yeah, he's not very Arnold. different. Could be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this next one I'm really excited about.
0: Oh, of course. Who's- I bet you are. Booster Gold. Tell me you have not been waiting your whole life
1: for Oh, you. I not my whole life, no, but um <laughs> I would say since I was probably in my late teens or like early college. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. when when Jeff John started to write Booster Gold, and I'm like, this guy's hilarious, and he's fun. His story is really interesting. Um, yeah. they did a one series, it was Booster Gold, the greatest hero you've never heard of, because yeah. he was time hopping and like undoing things that another time hopping villain was trying to break and so he's like yeah no one knows that I'm like saving the universe you know every issue but because he wipes out whatever the bad guy was going to do right um I for me I don't know who they're going to cast I'm sure it'll be somebody young um Booster Gold has a lot of bravado to him Mm -hmm, uh because he was literally a janitor that was in a museum in like the 27th century or something like that some way future and looked at the booster gold like costume and went, Oh, that would be awesome. And then he found a time machine. He's like, well, I'm going to steal that outfit, which gives him all of his powers go back in time and just be a hero in, in, in today's time. Um, and that's what, that's what he did. And so I'm interested to see what he comes back with. There was a time when I really thought, um, the team that did the movie, the nice guys. So Shane black, yep. Um, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling, uh, Ryan Gosling. So yeah. if Ryan Gosling was to play uh booster mm-hmm. based off his performance in the nice guys. I thought that would have been fantastic. Nice. Um, I don't know if I like that anymore, but I don't know. Hopefully it's as good as I want it to be. All right. Next one I'm not excited about, uh, Supergirl, World, or Woman of Tomorrow. Um, Yeah, I agree with that. And they're going to focus on, you know, Clark Kent was raised with loving parents, you know, from from when he was a baby to an adulthood. Uh, His cousin, Kara, who is a Kryptonian, has all the same powers, was not raised in that type of environment. She was in the bottled city of Kandor, where she had to slowly watch her civilization die off. And then eventually, made it to Earth as a uh, like late teens, early twenties, uh, or fourteen. so, okay, so they're going to do fourteen years old. Uh, so she comes to Earth when she's fourteen, and is very hardened, uh, has an attitude, uh, and she's going to be you know a hardened type of person mm-hmm. and person. So like a pissed off fourteen year old teenage girl uh, with super that can, that can break up. Yeah, that can break a yeah. planet. Yeah. So
0: um, yeah. real quick, real quick, just so I don't forget the Superman m- movie is roughly based off of the grant, not the grant morrison. Grant, yeah, it's Grant Morrison, Grant Morrison comic books, as well as the super girls. It's based off of some other comic Tom Kings. Okay. Yep. And the grant Morrison's Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. it's based off of those all four all three of those comic book series have all been sold out now once he announced this they flew off the shelves there's no one you can't can't get one right
1: now can't find them on amazon yeah you might be able to do digital like get them so i mean
0: i just think the the excitement's there and it's cool and people are buying stuff to read it up to see what this universe is going to look like so i just thought that was kind of cool too so it's it's almost like james he knows what he's doing (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. So the last piece of this is where we go a little bit more into the monster thing, and it's going to be Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is. I love that show that was on DC for a little bit. The D, yeah, the DC animated show that was on. No, right? it wasn't. It wasn't animated. An, it wasn't it animated. Was live. Right, it was. It was, it was, it was uh, a. It a was CW. The girl from
0: Teen Wolf was in it.
1: Yeah, it was CW, and then it. Well, no, it was. It was. it was
0: on. No, it was on DC. Like they had their like. Oh, the DC. Remember that? Yes, yes. It was on there. Universe. They had these really cool shows, and all of a sudden they were like, scrap it all, and they threw it up on DC Direct or something.
1: Was called. Yeah, it was on there, and it was. It was because it was on like a, a private streaming service. It was like a cable show.
0: Yeah, so it, yeah it
1: was it was swearing it was violence it was all that yes. other stuff and then they re-edited it when that streaming service shut down yes and then they put it on like the cw or something for a little yes bit, and yes it just correct didn't really work um yeah that was i liked it that was pretty good um well, it's just one of the best swamp ones i've seen. <clears throat> yeah and uh, again swamp thing is a dc yeah character even i'm a huge fan to, of that guy. Uh, going back to the Adrian Barbaro film of the eighties, um, was that was that uh, John Carpenter? Did he do Swamp Thing? You want to almost say so,
0: but I don't think. Okay, I will look that up. Yeah, I don't um, think so. But I, don't. I mean, it, Adrian he's... Barbeau was in it. <clears> throat> <and> throat> yeah, I
1: know John was married to her. I don't know if it was at the time, but um, the job, so Swamp th- Swamp Thing is is a magical i mean supernatural ent- supernatural magical you know entity who mm-hmm. controls the swamps yeah I, I think even like has something to do with like all plant life on earth eventually. It he's connected like, he's... To, uh, i don't know if they're going to
0: do this and i don't know how long this has been part of swamp things lore but he's the avatar of the green that's what they yeah. call him now so i and so yeah he is connected to all over the world Um, in the show in the in the comic books where there is uh the justice league dark that's think of it as a all of dc's supernatural characters are in that and they're solving supernatural crimes he can transfer them all over the world he takes Uh, them through little portals and everything
1: first swamp thing movie uh in 1982 writer director wes craven
0: that's right that's right right. i
1: knew it was a name in horror yes 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 yeah.
0: So oh. I, I I can't I know it's not on chapter one, but Gods and Monsters, I mean, he's introduced creature. What what are those things called? Uh, creature? Uh,
1: creature creature commandos, which creature is creature
0: commandos, swamp thing. Yeah. that lines right up with Justice League
1: Dark. Like Constantine has to be coming down the line and it, know, it does. I mean, even the creature commandos are think about your kind of typical monster film. Yeah, but um, isn't Frankenstein in charge of them? yes like Like, he's the Captain America version like there yeah like it's Frankenstein but it's also like Bride of Frankenstein then there's the robot guy um uh uh, weasel from yes uh, from Suicide Suicide Squad uh and a couple like there's uh like an Abe Sapien like mermaid ish person and and there it's World War II fighting Nazis yes uh, I forgot to mention this but uh a spin-off from the Peacemaker series Viola Davis is going to return as uh, oh yeah Waller. Waller yeah and and that's going to be a series. I interested to see where that goes. Viola Davis kills it as that character, but at the same time, Waller has just always been like this person behind the curtain uh, controlling things. Which
0: so- is almost I I know where you're coming from. It's almost look i'm going to tie this to michael myers the original halloween character what made him so terrifying is you knew nothing about him when you started giving a backstory it took away all the mysticism of him and waller's kind of she's not like michael myers but she's like nick fury but nobody knows
1: her background well she's she's nick fury with a much harder edge oh yeah in suicide squad but but i don't yeah i don't know i'm afraid like the more they uncover that character the less interesting i'm gonna i agree i agree being So i agree yeah so that's this it. is this is
0: it's fun i just want to know how many chapters are going i don't know i mean <laughs> you it's, know maybe so each chapter have, they'll call it a phase
1: maybe instead yeah, of calling it a phase they call it a chapter this this year and i think that's what it'd be each chapter is going to have like a title so this first one is gods and monsters i don't know what's coming next so this year so 2023 is all them filming and creating so really it's 2024 stuff will start to come out in like tv land i think and then 2025 is when all those film projects are going to hit
0: which if you think about
1: it is it's really the right time okay
0: because i think people are are through through lack of i think people are kind of falling off the marvel train
1: a little bit you
0: know and and i understood that was going to happen Mm-hmm. you know when you start introducing bc characters there's a reason they're bc characters yeah. you know and not only that like we just watched wakanda forever which i thought it was good it wasn't amazing but i thought it was good i had pro- i had a good time with it i don't think i'll
1: ever watch it again but yeah is, um, that, on, I, is that on disney plus though yeah it dropped uh, the first yeah okay i just yeah. talked to somebody else who's like i just watched it and i was like ah, oh, i'm sorry
0: no I I didn't think it was bad in fact what's funny is Ursula hated the first one and really enjoyed this one. I hate it which is yeah I I don't know you hate it I didn't I did
1: not like it at all no it
0: didn't bother me it didn't bother me one way or the other but wh- what I'm saying is I think a lot more people are expecting to get blown away in Marvel movies and I don't think that's gonna happen anymore yeah and I think when DC's dropping in here, like I, I'm really worried about Ant Man Quantumania. I'm really worried that you're gonna go there and go,
1: eh. I'm I have some pretty high expectations because I haven't been blown away in a Marvel film in a long time. Right. Like that's with the expectation of like I like when I went into Thor Love and Thunder, I'm like, okay, yeah, Thor movie. Yes. It's got some great some of the best moments of the of the Marvel universe. Yep, yep. I, <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, and, exactly.
1: And I wasn't, I didn't go in with to to Wakanda forever with high expectations. I'm like, they're making a movie that is in memoriam of the star of the last film with all of the supporting characters. I, to me, there was no standout star of that film. Oh, I disagree. It, the it, girl that got was, nominated,
0: Angela Bassett got nominated. I didn't see why she got nominated, but I thought Sherry did a great job.
1: Yeah, no. I I, I mean, mean
0: all that emotion, all that emotion she was dealing with of vengeance or I'm sorry, lost vengeance. She tried to be compassionate, then she went back to vengeance and then it just it just kept going where she was trying to do the right thing, but all this ugliness just started. She was losing people she loved and all of a sudden, you know, she she gets this power and she wants to rip somebody's head off and then she has to pull back. That's that's a lot of emotional back and forth with a character
1: she did not take me on
0: that ride with her
1: no wow nope Nope. not for me and and uh, in and namor who in the comics can go toe to toe with the hulk like that's his power level yeah should have ripped her in half
0: in, in yes. a regular fight, yeah, but when she was drying them out, I didn't see. I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just, maybe I'll give it another look and, and see if that changes. But upon one viewing of it that I saw, I was like, no. Were you expecting to go in there and get blown away? No. Okay. I wasn't I was okay. expecting it especially after Love and Thunder I was like I'm expecting an average film and to me I got a b- very below average film oh I thought no I didn't think that I thought it was good I think there, there's a couple of
0: movies where you and I are completely different and I don't know what your criteria is going into these movies because I feel like the, it, I feel like you're lately your criteria has shifted and I don't I can't pinpoint <laughs> it and I then tell myself who gives a shit? Why are you trying to pinpoint what he likes and what he doesn't like? and Just, <laughs> just move on with your life. Um,
1: Stop trying to put me in a box.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like lately I've been trying to put you in a box. Really? Did a lot of soul searching against my <laughs> podcast partner this week. Did a lot of soul searching.
1: Are we gonna to have to hug it out when I see you in a couple of weeks? Is no, that
0: no, no, I don't feel. I'm not mad at you or anything. I just i <laughs> I, I I almost feel, believe it or not, there are sometimes I feel sorry for you. I'm like, what is he missing? Is it because, like, is is he is he really paying attention to it? Is he not? Is he distracted? Is like, is he expecting way too much out of I, I, so uh, and you just and don't just,
1: think I'm enjoying his life as much as I should. no, no, not life. I don't think you're enjoying.
0: <laughs> movies where i thought you would enjoy movies that's yeah, all know. but but know. but you know what though maybe you've elevated your movie experience maybe you're much more i oh i i did this mm-hmm. i did this in my head I, i'm saying i said i think somewhere along the line you went cisco and ebert instead of just Greg, who was 12 years old and enjoyed movies because they because they spoke to him. Now I feel like you're, you're much more because you know how movies are made now. You have much more of an understanding. So I think you're expecting more out of it. And if you don't get a good performance or if you don't get this or if you don't get that, you're like, nah. maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Bit, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Well,
1: maybe I've seen too much really good stuff that if anything is coming in below that, You may have a point, because I actually, I'm playing a video game right now, and I, it was, I mean, this game is called Forspoken, and it's for the PS5, it was previewed two years ago, and it was like the buzz of the the giant video game convention, where everyone's like, this is going to be the new thing, looks amazing, and I was like, okay, so I pre-ordered it uh it was my wife's Christmas gift to me was that I could go pre-order this game and it came out mid-January like cool I'm gonna get that in the meantime I played God of War Ragnarok which was up for game of the year last year most deservedly I didn't play the game that actually won game of the year so I really can't say but for me Ragnarok was everything that it it promised it would be just fantastic story performances the gameplay was great and I expected that out of Forspoken, like go, coming from what, an award-winning, top-of-the-line absolutely-killing-it game to Forspoken, and I'm like, uh, the, like the animations are off, the, the, the dialogue is repetitive, the story's getting kind of repetitive, the gameplay is just grindy, and I'm like, gosh, you had how many years to, I mean, you previewed this game a couple years ago, like, come on. Um, so yeah, so maybe you're right, maybe I'm just getting old and Set. No, I didn't say old. I said
0: you're going towards well, Cisco and Ebert, where you're looking at a movie and you're critiquing it more than in
1: just being in the moment. Man, that's all. Because I like Maverick. We talked about that the other the other couple of episodes ago. I love Maverick. That's a great film. Like I don't think it should be up for Best Picture, but I still had a lot of fun with that film. Okay,
0: that's good. As long as you had fun yeah. with it. Yeah.
1: Like, Violent Night had a blast with that film. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? There's also something to be said with going to a movie theater and it not giving you an experience. Where yeah. I was sitting at home and we watched, we didn't watch it from start to finish. We watched about a half hour into it. We were falling asleep, so we stopped it. Then we came back and we watched another half hour. We got of, busy, had to stop it, of Black Panther. Oh, okay. And then we watched it again. So to us, it was like a three part show. So, but. We didn't go in there. Well, first off, I think Ursula went in there dreading it. And okay. And it's funny because I was walking around going, Wakanda forever. You know, <laughs> I yeah. just like saying that. And she was like, oh, oh, like she didn't like the first one. <laughs> she didn't like the first one at all. No, that's that's not true. She didn't mind it. She just didn't understand the hype behind right. it. Right. Right. could not wrap her brain around the idea of why is this such an amazing eventful movie? She goes, Iron Man was better than that. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, the first one, I agree, the first one was better than the Black Panther. But anyway, so I, I, I don't. We had zero expectations for it, and I have no. I, but I don't know what that has to do. But I'm just saying, like, maybe yeah. going to the theater, you're expecting more in a, like, you're. It's an event. Like they, that's yeah. what Marvel used to do. It was an event.
1: You yeah, walked out. It gone. was yes. I like I I remember when Captain America First Avenger came out. That was a big deal. Like, yeah, you get your tickets early. Go I remember it
0: was I remember seeing. Uh, I remember hearing about Ant Man and Paul Rudd, and I thought, "What?
1: Really? Yeah, yeah."
0: And then I saw the trailer, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, all right, maybe." Then
1: I went, and then I was like,
0: "Oh, it's fantastic! It was so much yeah. fun! This is a great movie!" And,
1: and that's what I'm hoping for in quantum mania like too. i i paul rudd i think even if the movie's bad paul rudd gives a great performance in just about everything he does is he so. not one of those guys you root for every time yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, even i his, love paul rudd his big dramatic roles he's got a, a show on apple plus um i can't remember the name of it, it, it he plays a psychiatrist and to he's opposite oh, to Will Will Ferrell. Ferrell. To Will Ferrell. yeah 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 his performance in there and which is a serious show i mean it's not much of a they I think maybe call it a comedy, but um, it's not much of a comedy. How old is he, by the way? Paul Rudd? Yes. I'll tell you in a second. Um, I want to say he's in his 50s. Uh, Paul Rudd. The Shrink Next Door is the name of the the name of that. Uh, He was born in 1969.
0: Holy shit. I so he's 10 years older well, than he's, me. So he's, oh yeah, he's 54.
1: 57 Oh, 54. He's 54. He was born in when? Uh, wait a minute. 2000, 2003 1969. Oh, I'm April, sorry. April 6, 1969. No, no.
0: That's my fault. I I I I added wrong.
1: Yeah. So he's 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 10 years older than me. God, but he's a good-looking yeah. guy at that age. He ages well. Well, that's that's the that's the running joke right now he's a vampire <laughs> yeah that he you know he's the soul of or something yeah
0: sold his soul has a painting of hit what he really looks like in his closet
1: oh wow he got paid a million an episode for the shrink next door
0: good for well, he's him. he's kind of, yeah he's kind of a big name now i mean he is, he, he is a big name good for worked his way through yeah so yeah so yeah i'm looking forward to uh that movie i'm i'm a little bit concerned i'm just like the only the actually if i'm being honest and I have to go through all of them. I think Spider-Man No Way Home and that small little short about the werewolf by night were my two favorite in this phase. Okay. Yeah. I would I would buy into that. Yeah. I think those are my two favorite. Um so
1: yeah. Yeah, probably mine too.
0: Um, I think I I was really pleasantly surprised with werewolf by night. I didn't know where it was going. Mm-hmm. But I was pleasantly surprised by it. And the best part of that was the cameo of the
1: monster. I was like, yeah. oh, man thing. Yeah. It, I'm like, man, things in this. Out of any of the Marvel series. I mean, and, and not that. Oh, you know, my is a series. Bother me. But, 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 but like Moon Knight, when it was over, I was like, okay, good. Yeah. I yeah. mean not like good that it's over, but I know like, what you mean. Good. no, good. It, am I gonna watch Stevens season, season two? Yeah, but I wasn't like ravenous for season right. two. Yes, yes. At the end of Werewolf by Night, I was like, shit, it's over. I want more. I, I agree. Want more of that.
0: I agree. Give me more of that. Show me, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> I had more to talk about, but we don't need to. Um at my letter. Huh?
1: M- more material for later.
0: Yeah. Did you get anybody talk to us? anybody? comments uh, comments any comments
1: uh, no not really pretty
0: okay i don't know if anyone's asking questions or anything like that so nope mom popped Um, in a couple times but that's fine was it anything i got trunks no trunks oh real quick people since um let's see this is this is the 6th february 6th yeah well okay fifth today but february is right uh not february it is here um valentine's day is right around the corner just so you guys know in san antonio and in new york at their respective zoos you can name a cockroach a rat or a vegetable to feed to an animal so if you want to name your ex (laughs) like if you want to name your ex uh to a hissing give your i'm sorry if you want to give your ex's name to a hissing cockroach they will be fed to that animal. You can actually see it. You can actually get an email that you can wow. send to your ex, and they will show that that has that video.
1: That um, is a whole new level of spite.
0: Wow, isn't that really? Can you imagine getting one of those emails on Valentine's Day that hey, your ex just named you, and this is like, and they're feeding a mouse to a snake? Wow, wow. <laughs> So anyway, they're offering that. So if anybody's interested, it's the San Antonio Zoo as well as the New York Zoo. So okay. okay, yeah. So we'll leave you with that little nice tidbit. Now, Greg, tell everybody not to go be a douche.
1: Yeah, don't be a douche. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if I would do that. I mean, and I've got a couple X's, but I
0: was going to ask you: Is there anyone that you would? Oh, you would never I have mean, to name them, but is there anybody that you would? It is pretty pricey. It, though. I don't have the prices up. But.
1: Yeah. I mean, on, honestly, there's one in particular. Yes. I mean, yes. I would, yeah, she's well, she cheated on me. So I'm like, eh, screw you. But that has been so long ago that I'm like, like that. isn't it almost
0: a different life?
1: Oh, it's totally. I was in high yeah. school. Are you kidding? Yes, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not hanging on to that anymore. Right. Yeah. Until you, until you bring it up. And now I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that happened to me. That sucked. I can see Krista going. uh Greg, why did you charge? What what did you buy at the San what Diego did, Zoo? Or man, nah? why is, why is it named this? <laughs> oh, no, no reason. No reason. No reason.
0: Yeah. So anybody out there that's still spiteful can't let it go, and that might help you move. Through. Yeah. So.
1: Uh, All right, G. Talk us out. Yeah. Don't be a douche, but. <laughs> but but maybe maybe you know. No, yeah. just don't. Just don't. Just let it go.
0: Yeah. Get, let it go. Move on. Find
1: find another way to get some progressive therapy or something. There you it go. So,
0: for the Greg, this is Johnny saying, take care. Have a good week. See you next Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
1: Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah.
0: Podcast out. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>